Stop trying to be cute. What are we doing here? Jefferson with that catch. Oh my God. This game is giving me strokes. <laughs> oh man. Tell you guys. Tell you guys I love you. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. And that will never change. I will ride with this group until they don't let us play anymore. Welcome to Vikes Vibes. Uh, season four, episode one. Um, <laughs> so this is, uh, you know, as b- before preseason here, uh, for the Vikings, uh, or NFL in that, in that matter. So, um, I, I just wanted to, uh, get a, an episode out there before preseason starts, uh, trying to talk about what's going on with the Vikings and this team before that uh, kicks off. Uh, first things first, Daniil Hunter. We've been all waiting all offseason uh, to hear uh, what the, the news is going to be on him. And uh, finally, we, we have an answer. Um, so um, on Sunday morning, uh, July 30th, I woke up to notifications and he has agreed to a one-year deal uh, worth up to $20 million with $17 million guaranteed. Now, that is really good for our defense because Daniil Hunter is an outstanding player and uh, when he's healthy. But um, on the other hand, one year, $20 million, I mean for a team uh, with, like the Vikings that are struggling with the salary cap issue. And I, I know that um, Justin Jefferson, uh, he obviously deserves a huge contract extension, and he's not really worried about that right now. But with a team that's struggling with salary cap issues and we still haven't given, given him an extension, we're still... I think we're still trying to find the money to give JJ the money he deserves. And then you go and give uh, a, a player, Daniil Hunter. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, but $20 million on one year. Uh, I mean, and, and then you look past this year. He might not even be here next year. So, I mean, is it all kind of, uh, you know, Super Bowl or bust this year? I I, I don't know, but uh, Kwesi is kind of, uh, you know, he's an analytics uh, guy, so I guess we'll, we'll see. Um, I, I would really hope to uh, not see J.J. leave. Um, I think all Vikings fans want him in purple and gold the rest of his career. Um, and that, that leads me to the next thing. Um, you, you know, another one of the biggest things uh, every Vikings fan's uh, have been thinking about this offseason is Justin Jefferson's contract. And w- when will we give him a ex- uh, massive extension uh, that he deserves? And when does that happen and how much exactly will it be? I'm sure it'll be pretty hefty. Uh, I mean, he's arguably the best wide receiver in the NFL. 
Um, and he will be the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL as he should be. And uh, that shouldn't even be <laughs> uh, disputed, I guess. Um, I know it's easy for me as a Vikings fan to say that, but um, I mean, look at the guy. I mean, huh. and uh, recently, like I, I just said a little bit ago, uh, recently he spoke in a pref- press conference at training camp that he is just focused on winning a Super Bowl, uh, winning and being with his teammates, and the contract situation will fall on its own. So it's really nice to hear him, uh, you know, say that he, you know, he's not really focused on money. Uh, he's just focused on basically doing his job, you know, um, and the ultimate goal, uh, just like all the other NFL players out there, their main goal is to get that Lombardi trophy. So it's just really nice to hear, um, personally, my favorite NFL player, Justin Jefferson and, uh, our superstar stud, uh, to, to say that and not be focused on the money. You know, he, he's still young. A lot of those new, uh, you know, young guys, they, they're kind of, they, they kind of are in it for money. I'm not saying all of them are, but, uh, you, you know, um, and part of me in the back of my head thinks that JJ might, uh, be thinking about who his quarterback will be after the season as Kirk Cousins is on his last year of his contract and we haven't extended him yet. Uh, so there is a possibility that Kirk isn't here next year. Uh, and d- despite Kirk only winning one playoff game in the last five years and hasn't been really the best when the lights are bright and stuff like that, I, I 110 percent want the team to resign Kirk Cousins uh, and I will get to why a little bit later um, and I think a lot of Vikings fans or NFL fans that are that might be listening to this uh, they might know what I'm talking about and they might feel the same way um, so there there has been rumors or talks of the Vikings tanking this year in order to draft a quarterback early in next year's draft, as in, uh, like Caleb Williams. Uh, I, I just don't see the team doing that. Uh, KOC is not a guy to just throw games or a whole season away like that. I just, especially with us having a new aggressive defensive coordinator, Brian Flores, as well, and what he had gone through in Miami with the owner wanting him to tank games and he refused to do so. I just, there, there's no part of me that thinks that that is even in the cards for KOC, uh, or Kwesi for that matter. Um, I, there's just no way. Uh, and whoever made that up is just that they're talking out of their butts. Speaking of Brian Flores, I am very, excited to see our defense this year with him as the uh, defense coordinator he turned the defense in Miami around in a hurry when he was there uh, as a head coach he is also 
like I said, known for being an aggressive coaching mind. He will throw blitzes at you with different disguises and throw an all-out blitz at you. He isn't scared to throw the kitchen sink at teams, and I, I really like that. Um, I just hope that it's not uh, – that that doesn't come at the wrong times and then uh, our defense gets burned. But uh, I am really excited for Brian Flores. I think he's a smart, uh, really aggressive, um, re- you know, really uh, a good football mind all around. And, and like I said, it it's just seeing him in Miami and uh, how he turned that defense around in Miami in that short amount of time. And, uh, yeah, I, I just – I'm really excited. Um you know, last year I was so excited to see the offense uh, under KOC and Wes Phillips, and now this year I am e- equally or maybe even more excited uh, to see this defense under B-Flow. Uh, if you really think about it, the defense can't really get any worse than it was last year. And I don't think Ed Donatale was the right guy for the job here, uh, clearly, as he he did ultimately uh, lose his job. And uh, our defense was just flat-out horrible. Um, so I, I, I just I can't see uh, a Brian Flores defense being bad in general. So I think it's definitely going to be a lot better than last season, despite losing good defensive players like uh, Eric Hendricks to the Chargers. Um, I believe uh, Tam Dantzler went to Washington, I think. Uh, Zadarius Smith went to Cleveland. Patrick Peterson went to Pittsburgh. Um, but we also, you know, we, we brought in uh, uh, Brian Murphy um, from from Arizona. And... Um, you know, the, the new rookies, Jay Ward, uh, Makai Becton, uh, you know. So, it, I don't know. We, we did, we we lost a, a lot of good players uh, on defense, but, we, you know, we got some other guys coming in, and uh, hopefully they can fill those roles and, uh, you know, <laughs> take it to teams. So, um, I'm also excited about the offense as well don't get me wrong uh just because of the simple fact that this will be the second year under KOC and Wes Phillips uh and the first time in Kirk Cousins career where he hasn't had to learn a new system so he'll be more comfortable in the offense as well as the whole offense of players for that matter uh, I can't wait to see how Alexander Madison does as uh, the running back, uh, you know, the featured running back now that uh, Delvin Cook is no longer here. Um, I have always said this, um, and, and I'll keep saying it until I'm, you know, until I see otherwise and I'm, I'm kind of proven wrong. But uh, I've always said that I think that Alexander Madison could be a featured running back um, as he has done filling in for Dalvin when he had injuries in the past. Um, there has also been talk about maybe having a split backfield with Madison and Ty Chandler and possibly throwing in rookie Dwayne McBride in the mix as well. Um, but I, I just think that um, I've always thought that Alexander Madison is, is good enough to be a starter and 
before we resigned him actually this offseason I was kind of uh, afraid that he was going to go somewhere else because I believe there was other teams uh, interested in him uh, for a starting role and uh, you know when, when we did resign him I that when that happened I was like okay I, I do kind of feel like maybe Delvin is out the door because that did that did happen uh, quite a uh, you know quite a bit of time before Delvin actually left so um, ever since then I kind of thought that Delvin was gonna leave um, so and, and, and it ultimately did and and now it's Alexander Madison's uh, job um, uh, you know, unless I, like I said before, it, it's going to be a split backfield. Um, I've heard only good things about Ty Chandler. Um, I've, uh, heard, uh, really good things about Dwayne McBride. And then we also have Kenny Nwandu. So, um, I, I guess we'll see what KOC and Wes Phillips do, uh, with that running back situation this year. Um, um, on July 17th, uh, Justin Jefferson uh, was named the first player, I think, or, or the first wide receiver, one of those two, uh, to the 99 club in the upcoming Madden NFL 24 game. Um, I saw a video on Instagram of Jefferson uh, opening a box from EA Sports, I believe, um, that had white and gold cleats with the 99 club on them, as well as his own JJ logo on it, uh, you know, with the jet. Uh, and then I, I don't remember what other items were in that box, but I, I believe there were some other items in there as well. Um, so that, that was just kind of cool and, and definitely, uh, deserving of Justin Jefferson to be in the 99 club. And, uh, I, I can't wait to get the new game and, uh, uh, and and see what the Vikings are like in there uh, with the, with the new roster and everything. So, um, and then another thing with Justin Jefferson, I'm sure a lot of you have already heard about this. Um, he he's kind of getting criticized uh, after he had recently named his top five QBs in the lead, uh, his top five list, and he didn't even include his own quarterback in that list um so his list goes as number one Patrick Mahomes number two Aaron Rodgers number three Joe Burrow number four Jalen Hurts number five Josh Allen uh and then after those five he said then of course Kirk O'Bang um I I mean despite him not putting his own QB on this list uh, it, it's still a good, respectable list, realistically. Uh, three of the five have been to Super Bowls in the last two years in Mahomes, Burrow, and Hurts. Uh, Josh Allen has been right on the edge of a Super Bowl berth. Aaron Rodgers, he uh, he's HOF, but he hasn't been to the Super Bowl since, like, 2010. Uh, he missed the playoffs last year, and before that, I believe he had got, gotten bounced out in the first round, I believe. Uh, I believe that was the 49ers. Don't quote me on that, but I I believe that's what it was. Um, so so for me personally, I, I feel like the only one I'd be iffy on being on there is Aaron Rodgers. Um, so, you know, like I said, d- despite 
JJ not putting Kirk on that list, it, it is still a, a very good, uh, realistically good top five uh, list for the for quarterbacks. So, um, you know, and it it's no, I don't think uh, JJ was anywhere near, you know, putting his quarterback down. It's just, you know, it, he ain't lying. I mean, it, it's it, it just he's being he's being real. So, um, I don't really criticize him on that. I don't think he thinks his quarterback is is bad uh, or anything like that. So I just uh, I, I I hear the criticism about him not putting his own quarterback on there, and it's just uh, I mean, come on, guys, just you know, get over it. I mean, he's he's JJ. Come on now. Um, July 18th, the, the, the team announced that they will be wearing throwback uniforms for the home opener versus Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the design comes from the 1960s, 1970s uh, uniforms. Uh, and that, that, I mean, that's going to look sweet. I, I don't remember... Uh, exactly when the last time we had sported any throwback uniforms, but uh, I, I believe the last time it was a, a little similar to this year's throwbacks, and I could be wrong, but I, I kind of feel like it was bad when Brett Favre was here. Uh, don't quote me on that as well, <laughs> but I just that's what I I think, um, and. I don't think it was the exact same the the 60s 70s I think uh you know the the purple on the helmet was um more of a like a flat purple or or glossy kind of and then I I feel like there was kind of some gray like on the horn I believe so it's a little different um so that that's really going to be awesome to see us uh with some throwback uniforms, especially right away in the home opener, which is also uh, week one. So um, there, there's actually a lot of there's a lot of NFL teams this year that are going to be sporting throwback uniforms. I, I believe. Uh, I think the the Bucks are one. I don't know if they're going to sport theirs uh, week one against us, or if it's going to be a different week. Uh, Seattle. Um, remember who else i know that the colts uh have new um alternate uniforms um and i don't remember any of the other ones but uh, there's at least a couple more i believe so um 